Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to this episode of the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. This week, we're going to focus in on the topic, Tracking Recovery, Higher Inflation. So obviously, we've been talking a lot about this outsized and robust recovery, really fueled in part by very supportive Fed monetary policy and historically large fiscal packages that have helped with the recovery from the shutdown due to the coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about inflation, and we've all known that higher inflation was coming. And just this week, we've had a couple of prints that really say, hey, inflation is really here. And so it does beg the question, how much is too much. So that's our focus this week. Let's start with what we've learned this week. Uh, basically, it started with the uh, producer price index. So again, a measure that seeks to measure changes that relate to sort of the businesses uh, producing things, right? The cost of uh, sort of input to production or domestic production. And for the year ended April, so for the last year, PPI is up 6.2%. Now that's driven a bit by food and energy. And if we strip that out and get to the core PPI, basically it's still up well above the Fed's 2% target, up 4.1%. And so obviously what should happen in certain circumstances is that higher cost of sort of producing goods and services typically get passed on to the consumer. Not always, but but often. And so uh, what we also learned was the latest uh, April uh, Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and while not quite up as much as uh, PPI, it was up a lot. So the, the uh, CPI was up 4.2% for the year ended April. Um, and that was driven by big increases in gasoline, uh, almost 50%, fuel oil up over 37%, and things like used cars and trucks, which uh, the prices drove up uh, over 20%. Now, when we strip out that food and energy and get to the core, the core CPI uh, you know, strips out those those segments, and and yet that was still up three uh, percent for the full year. So all of these measures are are above the Fed's two percent target. Now, of course, what we have to keep in mind is that this is all this is one period, and it's against a, a longer period here that we've had where inflation is sometimes run below two percent. So we know one of the things the Fed looks at is sort of how how things are going looking back versus um, looking forward. Now, when we look at the last 10 years on an annualized basis, you know, basically CPI is up 1.7% on an annualized basis and PPI is up 1.6%, including these most recent higher prints. So what that tells us is if the Fed's kind of considering history, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute, uh, a little bit further, you know, certainly that uh, there's room for more inflation before they'll, they'll act. Now, when it comes to looking forward, you know, people are always wondering, well, gee, how are we going to forecast inflation? And there's different ways to do it. You can take surveys and take uh, for surveys of either individual consumers. What do you think's going on? Uh, you can, um, uh, you know, there's certain business uh, uh, surveys that get done where people are going to make, make judgments about where things are going directionally into the future. Um, and, and even the Fed, for example, will forecast and, and provide a view on where inflation is going. But the market, for lack of a better way to say it, uh, gives us a lot of information, uh, really because of the existence of certain securities that are um, inflation indexed. So specifically, 
the U.S. Treasury many, many years ago started uh, issuing inflation protection securities, what are called TIPS, in the industry. And essentially the idea is that the cash flow, both coupon payments and principal payments for these securities are indexed to inflation. And so if you think about it, as those kinds of securities trade in the secondary market, that's basically the, the, the market participants telling you, based on what, where those prices settle, what they think about inflation over the maturity of that bond. And so one of the things we can look at, for example, is the 10-year break-even inflation rate, which is essentially market participants signaling what they think inflation is going to be over the next 10 years based on these uh, TIPS, these uh, Treasury Inflation Protection Securities. So when we look at that and look at that 10-year horizon, basically the market's forecasting a 2.5% inflation rate over the next 10 years. Now that that's, uh, includes uh, the TIPS sort of forecast of an inflation rate of about 2.7% for the next five years. So think of it as a little bit higher than 2.5% in the next five years and then a little bit lower than 25 for the next 10. But certainly all those numbers above the Fed's 2% target. And so it does sort of bring into question, well, what is the Fed going to do? And, uh, you know, they've done a lot um, over the last, call it year, uh, certainly six months, to be signaling patience. And so one of the things that they've laid out there is this concept of symmetry. They, they think of inflation as symmetric, which is code for, hey, since inflation has run below 2% for a good bit of time, uh, so remember those averages uh, below 2% over the last 10 years, they'd be willing to let inflation rub up, run above 2% in a symmetrical way uh, so that the longer term sort of feel is 2%. Um, the other thing they've been talking a lot about in terms of the current inflation is the idea that this is really related to a good degree to bottlenecks appearing as the economy reopens. And so certain things are unavailable, so prices get driven up but that that should settle out and things should calm back down. The term they're using for that is transitory. So the bottom line with the Fed is they're signaling patience uh, in terms of maintaining their policy in the face of this kind of current higher inflation, both because they think it's transitory and because they'll allow it to be symmetrical. So again, that's, a, that's the threshold question is when will the Fed act? Now, what does this mean for an investor? We, we, we sort of always like to think about it from the perspective of, you know, how to think about investing in the context of this issue. And I would just say, you know, three things in terms of what, what we've been focused on. We've been overweight those tip securities within our fixed income guidance for a number of months, really with an eye of uh, hedging against higher inflation, which, of course, has been playing out. Uh, the second is that we've recently uh, in, uh, guided our, our clients and uh, working with their advisors to commit to consider commodities, uh, really a, a, a modest overweight to commodities, possibly, again, a sort of a, a class of securities, a segment of the market, if you will, uh, that will sometimes do well when inflation heats up a bit. And then I just finally say third thing is that when we do our work managing money, we do manage portfolios for our clients, you know, the work we do looking at specific equities um, uh, is influenced by some of these trends and forces. And so, again, I think, um, you know, different kinds of things you can do as it relates to getting ready for or managing through uh, inflation. So, you know, just to sort of finish up here, I'll just sort of reiterate that we, we know we've got some near-term higher inflation. It comes with the territory when it comes to the intensity of this recovery. 
Uh, the, the big question is, how much is too much to the point that the Fed will have to adjust policy? And they continue to signal that it's going to be a while. So, of course, as market participants and observers, we're, we're going to keep an eye on that very, very closely. And that's uh, kind of the focus as we go forward. So thanks so much for listening uh, this, to this episode. And we'll look forward to catching you with the next one. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.